Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Still, and I am so excited that you're joining us today. I pray that what we chat about will help you to stand firm in your beliefs, own your crown, and love like Jesus. Hey, it is episode five. Welcome, welcome. I'm so excited that you are listening today. I want to first give a big thank you to all of you. Those of you who have downloaded our podcast and listened to them, you've subscribed, you have given us ratings. I appreciate it so much. I got an uh, email the other day that we've had over 200 downloads already, and I'm super excited about that. And I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, today's episode... Um, was planned out, but I put it on hold to do this special podcast two weeks ago. And so I don't want to delay any longer what I want to get into. So our life is consumed with social media. You know, it's the new normal to be living your life out online. And God placed something in my heart to share concerning social media and how to use it more for him and less for us. Social media, you know, it's been, it's a great way to stay connected with family and friends that don't live close by. I love being able to see what all my cousins and aunts and uncles are doing states away that I I love that. Um, You can even learn about cool products and you can even win some of those cool products. I've won a few things on Instagram and that was like so cool. Um, And even more recently, that's how we've done church. And some of you, you've done even school like online. Um, But it also can be very unhealthy. Um, You know, studies show that um, it can lead to depression and anxiety and even it can put envy in our heart and it can affect our sleep. And girl, I don't know about you, but I like my sleep. Um... You can also spend so much time seeing who's gave you a heart, a like, or a comment that you're missing out on the fun of the friends and family who are right there with you that you just posted about. It seems like we all want to be heard and seen, and the new norm is to be a social media influencer. You know, I recently heard Erwin McManus um, on a podcast say, you have to decide if you're going to spend your life being known or worth being known. That stopped me. I had to like rewind and hear it again. You have to decide if you're going to spend your life being known or worth being known. And I pray, Lord, keep me humble as I'm out here doing your work and being on social media and Just in general, keep me humble. Make me worth being known. I want to be worth being known, don't you? So that leads me to what I want to spend some time talking about today is, like I said, how to use social media in a healthy way. Because God's called us to be faithful, not famous. So there's three things I want to um, talk about today. Number one, be you. Be authentic. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, it says, I chose you before I formed you in the womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet of nations. You know, he created each and every one of us for a purpose. He chose us 
before we were even formed in the womb, before we were even conceived, before our parents even had us. He created each and every one of us for a purpose, and he's created each and every one of us in a special way for a reason. And you may think the real you is not smart enough. You may not be good enough, pretty enough, have anything worth hearing, but God doesn't compare us. So why should we? We need to be true to who he's created us to be. And how do you do that? By imitating him. And of course, you know, I'm going to say love and like Jesus. Don't focus on being perfect because we're never going to be perfect. We are human beings. We're not God and we're never going to get to that perfect plateau, that perfect place in our life. We're just, we're just not going to do it. We're going to mess up. And you know, when we mess up, we just have to be quick to admit it. And we ask forgiveness and keep going. You know, a lot of times we like to stay in those feelings and feel guilty and sad because we messed up and we don't feel like we're worthy to keep going. But God, when he, when we ask him for forgiveness, he forgets about it. And we really need to work on trying to forget it too and just move on and like, okay, take two, let's try it again. So Um, and something else that I feel like is really helpful is if you actually find some scriptures and pray those scriptures to help you. One of my favorites is Psalms 139, 23 through 24. And it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any grievous way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. I have always tried my best to be known as being authentic. If my friends were asked to describe me using one word, I really, that's the word I would hope they would use. There's, of course, other words I'd hope they use that are good, but authentic is what I want to be. And I love this quote from Cinderella. Um, Yes, I'm going to throw something Disney out there, but it is the greatest risk any of us will take is to be seen as we are. The greatest risk any of us will take is to be seen as we are. So I'm going to say, just be you. Number two that I want to talk about. Before you post anything, stop and ask, is this pleasing to God? Are your pictures that you're posting, every word that you say, is that representing Jesus? Is that representing God? Ask that every time before you hit that button and send it out there. You know, in Galatians 1 and 10, it says, for am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. And I'm going to be real honest right now with all the recent events with COVID-19 and the racial injustice. I've had to hit that delete button a few times. The Holy Spirit has just said, listen, girl, hit that back button, hit that cursor back, delete it, you know, back it up, girl. You don't need to say that because I always want to represent the love of Jesus when I post, you know, be an influencer for Jesus, make him famous and social media while I'm on it. 
I want to say it's not for revenge or bullying or complaining. And it's certainly not a place to take your problems. Because I want to see you turn your post into a testimony of your trials that you've overcome. Because using your weakness and showing how God helped you, that can show God's strength in your life. That can show how amazing he is. The only reason you see my highlight reel is because I take all my problems to the Father. Wouldn't that be a great way to influence others for Jesus is by using your social media? Number three, who's influencing you? Who are you following? Are they helpful or are they hurtful? Do they encourage you to be a better person, to grow in your relationship with Jesus? Or are they making you feel bad about yourself or even influencing you to make bad decisions? It's super easy to hit that unfollow button. And it's not only okay to remove that negative influence in your life, but it's also very healthy for your spiritual and mental health. Remember, what we put in our brain will come out. It all goes back to putting on your helmet of salvation from Ephesians 6.17 and making sure you're using your full armor to stand firm. I'm going to challenge you to look at who you're following, who is not being a positive influence in your life, and remove them from your feed. And also, what's wrong with doing a little social media fast or detox? You know, I've fasted from social media the last couple years like at the beginning of the year, and it's been really freeing. It made me realize how much more time I had for other things. And, you know, I plan to do it a little, I plan to do it more often. Um, I'm actually going to call it a little detox from social media. You know, we know people detox from addictions or have food detoxes for health reasons and to get healthy. So why not detox from social media? And I'm going to be honest Again, here with the recent events, I found myself getting really hard in my heart. It was like I wasn't wanting to like people and I was getting frustrated really easy over meaningless things and wasting a lot of energy just being upset over things on social media. So I recently did that little detox. I went so far as to delete those apps from my phone. Um, because I didn't want to be tempted. And so I spent three days social media free and it was amazing. And I actually spent those three days at the beach celebrating 32 years of marriage with my hubby with no distractions. I wasn't thinking about who liked my picture or who read what I posted or maybe even reading something that would put me in a bad mood. Um, it helped me to be in the moment, to enjoy the ocean and seeing dolphins on the beach or at the beach, like they weren't on the beach, they were in the water. But um, it just helped me to enjoy the moments and just have real conversations with Jimmy and to finish a book I'd been trying to finish and um, uh, actually a book that I had been trying to read. You guys, I had bought this book like four years ago, but it was, I was in the moment. I wasn't distracted by social media. And you know what? It was all still there when I got back on. And I really didn't miss a thing. And that's something else I'm going to challenge you with. Spending some real time away from it, not just a few hours or a day, 
you know, what's something you've wanted to do? Is there, read your Bible, an art project, you know, is there a book you want to read um, or finish like me? Um, spend some time with family members. I know we're all still social distancing, but there is so much still to do. And your besties, they can still text you. It's not um, completely, cu- completely cutting you off from the world. So I'm asking you to ask yourself, Who's influencing me? So, as always, I'm going to drop these scriptures I mentioned in the show notes so you can dig a little deeper into them. But remember, one, be you and be authentic. Two, before you post anything, stop and ask, is this pleasing to God? And number three, who's influencing you? I'm also, in those show notes, I'm going to list a book that I recently read called Anonymous, Jesus' Hidden Years and Yours by Alicia Brick Cole. I would highly, highly recommend it. It was so good, girls, so good. This book will also help you, like, discover how to be faithful. It helps you to realize that um, those unseen seasons in your life and how those unnoticed moments God's preparing us for something great, preparing us to be strong and confident and to live out our purpose. You know, Jesus only spent the last three years of his life being known. So I hope you'll dig into these scriptures and even maybe read this book or dig into one of the gospels and about Jesus's life so you can focus on the faithful and not the famous for our reward will be when we hear him say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you for listening to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. You can catch us twice a month on the second and fourth Tuesdays on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also find us on Instagram at Pineapple Principle and we're even on Facebook. I'd like to give a big thank you to my husband, Jimmy, for producing this podcast for me and my son, Spencer, a.k.a. Southern Voyager for the amazing music. Until next time.